Really right. did. I think networks are like, hey, people who are on at the same time, you know, let's not. I don't know. Look, I don't know. But I will play with anyone. They can come play here. This is a safe zone. The more you lift other people up, people fear they go down when they lift. That's bullshit. You rise. You rise All right, right. on fucking side of them. I'll but... call you off the air. We're going to have a long talk. You <laughs> you're going to tell her who her enemies are. <laughs> I'm gonna but you're get right, you... Howard. I'm going to get will... you in the right mindset. Yes. Howard, I am, I am, I told you, a woman in the boardroom. I am shrewd. Yeah. I am confident. I have a Good. big set of balls, a very That's strong my girl. spine. Go and ahead. I know how to fight for things. There's a reason I guess I'm sitting here. But I also know that you don't do dick alone. You just don't. It takes right. other people's belief, finances, support, a team. And I've always known that because I've always been working. And so I was always watching all these other people around me. And I always knew I do nothing alone. But I promise you, I, I, I do have what you are looking for in me. I Here's do. what I, I just hope. have the other side that loves everybody. <laughs> Number one, I wish you success on the talk show. You've entered a very competitive arena. I will talk to you off the air about who your enemies are and who they are not. <laughs> you just need a little help with that. Well, I, I would mean, give uh, anything to be in on one of these fun dinners that yeah. you and Jimmy and Nan have. I always listen to them. Like I'm like going to have you over when this dreaded. Bird. When this pandemic's over, you'll come over with Jimmy and his beautiful wife, Nancy, and you'll see me. The love me, of my life. You'll see me staring at them. They stare at me, and then they go home, and you will be part of that. You're going you're gonna to be greatly disillusioned. You'll see what goes on. I want to uh, see the cats. I want to meet Beth. I love you guys so much. Every time they talk about being with you, I'm like a hungry little, like, wide-eyed, like, it's going to happen. Okay, thank we're, you. We're and I'll sit. fucking talk to you uh, about I'm going to talk to you about the so-called friends of yours who are up against you on daytime television, <laughs> and I'll set you straight. Believe me, by the time you, you're going to be smacking Jimmy Fallon in the face at the end of the dinner. You're going to just <laughs> knock him over. You'll see. You'll get all aggressive. A safe, good friend right. to have while doing a pandemic and launching this show. I... um. I, I want to listen to you about meditation. I want we'll to talk listen about to you it. about life changes. I want to talk to you about longevity, board vision, and not losing this essence that worked for you in your origin story that you still maintain. I hope the same for myself, and I hope it for everyone, because that's what I'm talking about. Right. It's, that's you, and that should never be asked to be changed as much as we work on ourselves. Can I say that's that a beautiful thing? should be loved. I'm going to, you're like a hot Tony Robbins. You got me all pumped up, I'm telling you. I got to tell you. And here's what I wish you. Here's what I wish you, Drew. She's like a hot, well, you see, she, she lifts people up. Listen to me. We got to get you into a relationship. Six years, that's enough of, uh, you know, listen, it's time for you to get, the, uh, get everything uh, worked up again, if you know what I'm saying. Well, for the and, first um, time, I am, I'm open and excited and, and, and open to possibilities, which that alone is huge for me. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm genuinely happy. And you know what? I've realized that the happiness really right now at my 46th day of life 
is because I know I can handle anything that comes my way. And that gives a peace that I've never known up until really this moment of my life. So I feel really lucky today. I'm proud of you. Thank you. you. That means the world to me because I've lived alongside of you in many iterations of our lives. And my respect for you is so deep. Existing technology can't measure it. And by the way, how about uh, Letterman showing up on your show the other day? I was very uh, moved to see that. I mean, Dave, to walk in and... uh, I know you were moved by that. You, 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 you were in, in tears because I think you expect that people don't love you and you expect, I mean, because of your upbringing, believe me, I can, I can, I can talk, I could write a book about this and not about you, about me. So when people do any little thing for you, it moves you almost too much. Letterman showing up on your show, right? You know what I'm saying? So that was, uh, that was beautiful that Dave did that. I mean, you were a guest on his show probably 50 times. I mean, I always remember. Drew Barrymore getting up on his desk and doing that dance. That was sexy. That was you good television. You know what television. I got in the car afterwards? I was with Nan. And we right. got in the car afterwards and I looked at her and I was like, holy shit, what did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> that was great television. When you got up on Letterman's desk. No plan there. Was, Total spontaneity. And, me, and you know how to dance. I got to tell you. Uh, thank you. I well, mean, he did you were... me a solid by acting no. fun with it. He could have turned like the world against me in that moment and been like, you naughty girl. And, right. and he didn't. He was like, I'm going to go with this and make it okay for everyone, myself and you included. And it became a ride and a joy fest. And David's a tough kid character you know he doesn't yeah. like everything and he can he turn on been, you that's yeah. right right yeah he can. and he showed up for me and i'm very grateful and you're very astute you're absolutely right but i will say with that comes the skill set of being over appreciative for sure but so appreciative when anyone shows up and that's what i live for my number one like mission in life, other than being the mother to my two girls and the same applies for them, is like, what cape can I put on for the people I love? You need something? I'm here. Your birthday guests yeah. were Cameron Diaz, uh, Godfather Steven Spielberg, yep. Jimmy Fallon, Gwyneth yep. Paltrow, wow. yep. David Letterman. Everyone yep. is coming through on your talk show. Who is the ingrate who has not shown up on your show, who you worked with? <laughs> Let me see if I can find a list of people you work well, with. I have, one, I have one friend who was like a really good old friend that like wouldn't give the time of day. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? But who that's is it? Like, I won't say it. Say I'll it. tell you at dinner. No, I want you to I'll know who it is. I'll tell you at dinner. I'll tell you who it is. Who? I don't Lucy Liu. Lucy no, Liu. she came. She was oh, here. She Lu- hmm. Yeah, no, Lucy and I are like this. Wait no, it second. was like an old Who friend. Who is it, Howard? No, I'm going to no, figure I, it out. No one, it, not even someone very famous. Or that word, there's that <laughs> word. Then why do we want them on the show if they're not very famous? Fuck them. I don't know, but they were such a good old friend of mine. I, I was I was like, I know who it is. Oh. I know no, who it is. No, you don't. Okay, but you I ready? I will tell you offline. It's you, Grant. You did a movie with him. No. No, I love Hugh. I just did his SAG thing. I just hosted a town hall with him. No, he and I 
really like each other because we earned it. I didn't understand working with him, why he was such a grump and it like drove me nuts. And I just wormed my way in there with him. I am that person who's like, I won't take, I won't take this wall from you, Hugh Grant. I'm getting in there. I'm penetrating that fucking wall. And I did. And he and I love each other. We're like really good. Beautiful actor, uh, Hugh Grant. He's terrific. I know who uh, it is. Him. If I'm, I'm telling you, I know who it is that hasn't I done your God, show. Can I tell you who it so is? Obscure. No, I know who it is. I got it. You ready? Who? Sarah Gilbert. No, but ironically, she's coming this week. Oh, because she did Poison <laughs> Ivy, which, by the way, were you sexy in Poison Ivy? Oh, Too sexy. thank you. Good oh. Lord. You Mod know what's hilarious? Yeah. Tom Skerritt did not want to make out with me. He kept talking about his wife and family. I was like, oh, fuck, man, come Because you were too hot. Because you were Get too hot. Get in the hot. fucking was... fantasy. I thought you were hot uh, Top Gun. Let's do this. How old were you in that movie? <laughs> 16. Oh. Seven, yeah, 16, 17. Oh, my yeah. God. Are you he, kidding me? He was mortified. He's a good man. He, he, I was like, did you read the script. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. When you had to do your scenes and you're 16, did he get aroused? No! He kept talking about know? his wife and family. I ta- I'm Bullshit. telling you. That means he, he was... was into you. <laughs> In other words, he's like playing that. all wrong this whole time. He, he's playing that whole angle like, oh, I have a wife, I have a kid. Meanwhile, oh, come Okay, I know who it is that has not come on your show, who you worked with. You ready for I the name? I swear, it's the most Here's obscure the... person. You're never going to get it. <laughs> I got it. I know who it is. Elliot Page, formerly Ellen Page. Uh, I, you worked I, with I, her. I did, and I, I did ask if she wanted to come on the show, and then I felt horrible that I didn't like private and sideline talk with her. Um, because I was like, God, does that seem really douchebaggy that I would say, if you ever want to come talk, come talk on the show because I wanted to give her a safe, him a safe space. And, uh, and, and, you know, I thought, oh, should I have handled that differently? Like, should I have just reached out to her personally? Uh, him. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, in other words, and- you felt weird about reaching out because then it's like, oh, I'm trying to take advantage of the fact that, uh, he just yes. came out. Yes. 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 I yeah. wanted to give a safe space. And so this is a new sort of, you know, forum for me that I, I wanted to offer as a safe space for Elliot. And, um, but you know, I, I think Elliot knows that I care and I am aware and here for every bit of, you know, love and support and that there's just an open invitation in my life on this that show is weird. in my heart. You're right. That's um, so weird to have a talk show. And then like Elliot Page becomes Elliot Page. And then you go, hey, you want to be on my show? And then you fe- then you feel like, oh, I look like an asshole. But you're not yes. trying to be one. No, not at all. Uh, right. And, and Elliot was was I read uh, the post uh, that he put out, and it was so profound and incredible. And I thought, if they're, com- you know, if he's comfortable speaking, so yeah, it was an olive branch. But then I wondered if it was like a douchebaggy Hollywood olive branch, and I was like, God, I'm I'm learning on this job. Yeah, you know, that's weird. I know of things. I know you feel like a like am I being too forward? I know who it is, Courtney Love. Courtney Love. 
has no, not come on your not show. No, Courtney. I'm telling you, it's I, it's someone who George is Clooney. never going to be on your radar. George no, it's is it George mo- Clooney? I, I'm. I feel bad because I'm. Well, when I tell you, you're going to be like, "Who is that?" I'm not oh. kidding. It's just so you don't really mild. want this. You don't no, want this person on the show. Friend that was like, "I'm too busy," and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but that was the only time I had that. I told our casting director, um, Ashley Pazamato, who I love so much. I was like, "No one's ever going to want to do this show, Ashley. Your job is going to be miserable. This mm-hmm. is going to be a new show, and no one's ever going to want to come on. So good luck out there." And I know um, who it is. I had Drew? such humility. Rob Schneider from Fifty First Dates. <laughs> um, Ula, no, it's not no. Rob. Everyone, I know been who it so is. Nice. Is it ET himself? Will not come on. No, you know <laughs> oh, that would be a good interview. ET. ET. He's, he's not he coming. He was too busy. <laughs> I know who's too busy. I know who's too busy. Henry Thomas, the kid who played your brother <laughs> nope, in ET. No, nope, but you know all the kids say booked and busy now. That's the new term. Right. I love hearing wow. what all the Xers are up to because I still feel young. I'm I'm 46, but I feel really. You young look at like heart. a teenager. You look like a teenager. <laughs> And it's time for you to get back out there. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have you on. Um, we're going to have a dating game for you. I'm going to get oh my three God. guys. <laughs> and uh, can you imagine going on that date? I mean, and then uh, I wonder where you're going to go on dates. This is going to be wild. You went to this guy's oh. house. Hey, before you went to that guy's house, did you at least say goodbye to the kids? Say, listen, weird shit can happen. <laughs> write a letter. Guy, you know, some guy could lock me up. And he, right on, they say, look, if anything happens, um, uh, I just know I love you. That's it. I, I, I swear I knew this person well enough. I know a lot of people who work with them. I know this person. It was a safe space. Um, Did he kiss you? Did he kiss you? There was a kiss on date three. And that's what turned you off. He put his tongue no. in your mouth immediately. No, no, and that it was turned- fun. I was like, oh, my God. And it was, you know, the first kiss I've had since the pandemic. And because um, I've kissed a few people throughout the years. There's been some kisses. Really? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. You didn't tell me that. Oh, so you weren't so celibate. Um, well, was a kiss I, really no, breaking was, the seal? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's I, romance. I, I, there was there was there was a few like I'm talking like maybe one every two years. It's like you know, oh, yeah, yeah. who it, are these guys? Uh, but yeah, it was like I was like, oh god, this is rad. Are they all actors, <laughs> Drew? Are they all actors or are they uh, like industry types? I you know I I don't I don't see that in my future per se but who knows I don't know and by the way how horrible if I would be like no actors because what if someone said that about me right no you got you got we got to open occupation. you up we got to open know, you up I don't know who it is just someone confident and funny and, and by the way employed I would really like to go out with someone who has a job that goes and has a life and comes back to the table with something I Oh I, yeah I'm not, I really can't do the, I'm available all the time. Like that, that's a no. Listen me. to me. You, that, that is the smartest thing I've heard all morning. You cannot, we gotta have a guy with a job because if these guys are thinking, Hey, I'll hook up with Drew. I can retire. I Next the, thing I'll be I know, manager. I'm a manager of Drew yeah, Barry. Right. right. No, you, you, that <laughs> yeah, I will step in and prevent you from that marriage. Thank you. Thank are you, you closed no, off to marriage? Are you willing yes, to no, say? I'm never. Never, 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 never. And, and I know you're never supposed you to never, say never, never. but never, right. never, 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 never. 
Um, will you live with even... me, though? If I am dating you, will you yes. be willing to live with you? You yeah, will live with me? Day. Yeah, sure. Right, okay, uh, okay. Way, to all the people out there, like, you know, who are afraid of marriage, have a promise ceremony. Have the weekend. Do the whole shebang. And okay. then don't get legally entangled. But That's and prenup, advice. please, even with a friend, I'm telling you. Yeah. You better have one. That's all I'm saying, because I'm sure you're making good dough with this talk show. All right, look. You know, we're talking jobs. Could you be with an undertaker? Why not? If, uh, hey, shoot, shut up, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> if, <laughs> Why? Are you going out like with an undertaker? bodies in a grave? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yes. Sure. It, like, do Absolutely. you go to work? Do you yes. go to work? All right. Do you leave the house? It's like evolution. Men like drag the deer back, and if they drag the deer back, then they feel and, uh, and by the way, yeah, uh, yeah. By the way, the guy we're talking about has a chain of uh, of funeral homes, <laughs> so you're going to be in, you're going to be very well taken care of. All right. Well, look. you know what? We're all headed there, so right. he's smart. And um, Robin, uh, speaking of. You know, jobs, working with, I'm trying to bring it full circle of I'm so glad you guys are still together. And I just love longevity. It's what I have with my coworkers, my colleagues, my friends, my chosen family. And there's just nothing like it. You find who you love and you. Who is your best friend? Who is your best friend? Nan Nan is uh, Jimmy Fallon's uh, wife. Nan. Wife, yeah. That name. And Chris and, you know, the Robin and, you know, Lana and Cameron. And I have a just a wonderful group of women friends. Um, and they're the best. And I work with the same people I've worked with for like 20 plus years because, you know, you it's your life and you spend so much time with each other. So we're like, That's let's right. just, you know, work let's together like each and other. then. We'll be together well, let's forever. light each other up, too. Let's, let's light yeah. each other up. The Drew Barrymore let's Show. stick together. Well, Thank you, like, let me, Howard, let me give you a so plug. much Drew, let me, me give you a proper and plug. Robin, let me, thank you. As they say in the business, let me plug you. The Drew Barrymore Show airs <laughs> weekdays at 9 on CBS in New York. Visit. What's funny about that? <laughs> it's very funny. Visit the DrewBarrymoreShow.com for local Showtimes. Yeah. And Drew, here's the final question of the morning, and you have to answer it. You're out on the water. You're in a boat having a lovely day. On that boat is Cameron Diaz and Gwyneth Paltrow. Who do I throw over? That's right. Go ahead. Answer it. Everyone wants to know the answer. And think hard about it. You got They're another listening. Words for I knew They're listening, waiting with bated breath. Who do you, this is it. These are good friends of yours. These are women you know. I have. I already know the answer. I think. Really? Let's see what you say. I'm curious. Do you know the answer? Because I know the answer, and you're not. Okay. Gonna the like answer it. is you would throw over Gwyneth Paltrow because Cameron's much closer <laughs> to you. By the way, Gwyneth Paltrow has one of the best senses of humor. I'm so in love with her sense of humor. God, I just she's incredible. Um, I I would love to hear what she had to say in this conversation and Cameron. Now, I'd probably hurl myself out and leave those no, two you wouldn't. gorgeous broads intact. You're not allowed to do I that. So, am I, I right? Gwyneth would have to. Down. Gwyneth would have to. But you got to throw someone off the boat. It's not that you it, it, you love them both. We know that. But you got to choose one. It's Sophie's no, choice. No, I'll I'll just start swimming. Wow. wow. 
Wow. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm right. I'm infallible when it comes to women and my love of them. It's it's just who I am. All right. Let's throw let's put Nan in the boat with you. And uh hmm. Let's see. Uh, oh, Lucy Lou. That's easy. Lucy Lou goes right over the side, right? <laughs> Come on, that's easy. That's a no brainer. Am I right? Bye, Lucy. Bye, Lucy. You know nice knowing you. <laughs> All of us girls are so innovative. We'll figure out like how to get to shore. That's what we do. That's why we don't mm. ever have to make those choices. Tell that to people on the Titanic. Together. Together. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Uh, the Drew Barrymore show. Everyone is talking about Drew and her show. And she's out there and she says, tune in. Come on. Give it a chance. Listen, she was brave. She put her husband on there, ex-husband, Tom Green. <laughs> she's going to put Never her know what's going to happen on this show. <laughs> yeah. You should. The first guy you marry, where is he? Let's get him on the show. You know what I mean? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Right. That didn't end well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get him on. Now, then let's get some fireworks. Yeah, I like it. But we're good. Drew's out there. She says, "You don't look for him on Facebook and no, see what he's doing." I didn't no, I really know him, nor do I ever need to. Um, but, it was a uh, short marriage, right? It was like 19 days or something crazy like that, right, Drew? It, it was like, yeah, there was like a whole weird situation, and it was just, it was just stupid and bizarre. Um, Were any of the days but, good? What when you're in a short marriage like that? Was oh there God, any fun? No, no, no it was all bad. Was, not one. That not was horrible. <laughs> Robin said to me, "Ask Drew." If, yeah, Robin said to me, "Ask Drew if there were ever any good days." You know, <laughs> what are the birthday plans for today? F finish with that. What are you going to do today? Uh, is there cake involved? What are you going to do? Well, the Everybody fact that I got to start here with you guys is like. Good. It is just such a blessing. I, I asked, they they gave us some dates about coming on the show, and I was like, is the 22nd available? Because yes. I couldn't think of a cooler way to start one's birthday than to talk to you guys. Um, so uh, we're going to do the show, and okay. we're going to tape uh, all day, and then I uh, will... I might um, see a few friends socially distance if that's even possible. I'm trying to figure it out. Everyone's, you know, I haven't seen anybody. I haven't done anything. I've been really safe and careful. And, um, you know, I'm trying to keep myself intact for this job and, and be very conscientious of every move I make. And, uh, and then I'm going to go home to my kids um, and, you know, Probably watch the new Tom and Jerry movie with them because Chloe Grace Moretz is coming on. And Tom and Jerry is our nightly ritual. We watch really? Bugs Bunny and Tom and Jerry every night before bed without fail. The old one, old school. You don't and watch uh, I Am Jazz? I watch that. <laughs> Which one's that? I Am Jazz is uh, a, a, a woman in high school who's a transgender. I like oh, her. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, That's my yes. show. I watch that. Um I haven't seen that. I, I have met That's Jazz um, many years ago. Um, oh. But yeah, we we like to see uh, the old school macabre chasing each other around, killing each other. Roadrunner you know. type situation, yes. Yep. Pink Panther, yeah. Roadrunner. We watch all of it. We are cartoon, old world cartoon enthusiasts. Why do kids like that so much? Why do they like to see two like birds, and a bird and a cat or something like that? Like kill each other. What is that? It's just, it's great. I don't know, but I will say this, and I'll probably get in trouble for saying it. Everything is so 
perfect now and all the cartoons right. are so moral and I'm like, <laughs> they all have lessons on. and lectures yeah yeah yes. no, nothing better than watching someone blow a, another person with a piece of dynamite and just watch or them paint, a, paint a door on a right. mountain and have them slam into it that's right I'm like this whole bringing everyone together is great. You know I'm all for it, but a little less that and a little more that. Right. <laughs> Drew, you've done it Just again. The, thank you. You've charmed us. <laughs> we had fun. There's going to be dating in the future. That's going to be fun, too. I, I would love to come to vid- dinner at your house with Beth and Jimmy yeah, that's, and Dan. That, that's going to happen. It's better than that's any go- date I could ever have. That's the date I, I want the most. It's going to happen. And uh, and by the way, when you go on these dates, video the dates. That'll be pure <laughs> ratings gold. No one can be uh, some guy on a date with you. I want to see oh it. Oh, my God. The Drew, the Drew Barrymore is- show. Yes. Fun to talk about like dating and kids and life. I'm certainly out there living my life. So and I'm I will say I don't know, you know, you know, a quick question to you guys is when I would go and do movies, you it's very boxed in. You're doing so many different things, especially as a producer. You're involved in everything. You have a seat at every table. You're involved in every decision. It's so expansive and wonderful. And it's storytelling. So you just keep creating jobs. But you learn what you learn in a finite sort of way. It's very expansive, but there are boundaries. I feel like in this job, I'm just learning constantly every day, learning about people, learning things. It's so stimulative. Do you guys feel that way? I don't. Robin does. I uh, I don't know what's going to happen every day. And that's what brings me to work. Like, what are we making today? I do know what's going to happen every day. And that's why I'm filled with dread. <laughs> Let's uh, let's leave it at this. The Drew Barrymore Show airs weekdays at 9 o'clock on CBS in New York. Visit thedrewbarrymoreshow.com if you want to find out where the show airs in your local area. She came on here. She was honest. She's dating a lot of you. So you owe it to her to watch the show. Get on the app. She's looking I for would, you. If I was single, I would love Drew Barrymore to come to my show, come to my house and date me. Are you kidding? How fun. Hey, guess who's, I call him my friend. Guess who's here? Drew Barrymore. I'm on a Would date. Would you do it while she was there? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd say, excuse me for a minute. I got to go in the other room. <laughs> I, I call my mother. Mom, you're not going to believe who I'm dating. Who are you dating? Drew Barrymore. She's wonderful. What a sweetheart. You should absolutely put the move on her quickly and seal the deal. I plan on doing that. Absolutely. All right. Tell your Watch mom out, I'm going to. Go to Iowa, inspired by her. Well, that turns her on. If she hears anyone's going to Iowa, that's it. Um, that's it. Thank get you, on the Howard. dating app. Thank you, Robin. Do you want to it's say what pleasure. dating app you're on so everyone can get their hands on you? I mean, uh, everyone is looking for that. Uh, no, I'll, I'll you get, keep it to myself. Did, didn't you get stood up on one of those dates? Yes. What Again. the fuck? It's all relative. Yeah. It's all relative. It's all relative. Everyone, what everyone is going through has connection in humanity. The feelings are the same. And I'm just another girl out there. What Um, happened, Drew? What do you mean? You showed up for the date? You you were going to meet at a restaurant? No, I didn't show up. It was like right before. I was like getting ready Uh, and on my way out the door. He texted uh, you? Yeah, I was like, I can't. It was a it was a burger to carry Bradshaw. I can't. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. I don't. Except for his was just I can't. Oh. I can't. 
The can't. fuck is who the hell? Can't Give me his name. Um, email me his name and let me know who that is. I'll uh, I'll take care of that. Um, well, how dare he? That's rude. You know what? I will say this to anyone out there. Thank you. You didn't waste my time. Right. And there that's how everyone should look at that situation. Not boo-hoo, what's wrong with me. They don't even know you. What did this guy do for a living? I'm curious. He was a restaurateur. Really? And he stood up, drew He Barrymore? was busy. Too busy. Oh, come on. If I was yeah. a restaurateur, I would I, I would say, come to my restaurant. I, I, I want everyone yeah. to see you over there. Yeah. Well, I immediately was like, oh, my God, maybe he heard something about me. Maybe he knows someone I know and, like, got turned off. And then I was like, why are you making this about you? What's wrong with right. us women? There's nothing wrong with you. That a guy stands you up and you start spiraling about what's wrong with you. He heard something from someone? You, we what make could up he hear? Yeah. Scenarios in our head. It's ridiculous. True. What do you? He's just not that into you. He doesn't want to make the fucking True. time move on. Drew, what are you wearing on these dates? Do you go in there uh, conservatively God. dressed, or are you showing up uh, with a little number? I could see you in maybe a. I think this dress. is the most skin I've showed in like the last eight <laughs> years. I'm not really? kidding, by the way. Really. Yeah, I'm, I, my friends get on my case so bad because I wear sweatpants all the time. And they're like, <laughs> you cannot. I'm like, you know what? They might as well just know who I am right out of the gate. And You wear sweatpants hilarious. on the date? On the date? I think that's I, cute. They're very cute sweatpants, by the way. <laughs> by the way, I like a casual woman. I don't need the makeup Thank and you. everything. I, love when I my... have a job. I get to get dressed up every day. You know what? The truth is, look... I'll show up if, if also like who doesn't want to like dress up for a date. I don't know, but this is also weird. You're like meeting on an app and it's like, also you go to the guy's house when you're going to show up all dressed up. How weird is that? Like, so you'll show up are the sweatpants jeans? clean at least. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Very clean. I have multiple <laughs> pairs. Right. Um, no, I, my dressing up was like my hiking boots and, um, jeans and like a pea coat. And I felt like I was at a ball. I was like, wow, I'm really presenting like a nice sweater. I that, like you know. that. I like yeah. that casual. I, that would turn me on. I'm not bullshitting well, you. I like here, a girl shows you, up Howard. to my house. And, Sweatpants. That's to me. It's like, hey, she wants to just hang out and watch TV. I like this girl. That's I did. For me. I, I texted with the guy, the one on the third date. I was on my way over, and he was like, "Oh, you know, I didn't like. I don't know. He was like sort of out of sorts." And I said, "Don't worry. I'm in sweatpants, and I have low expectations." Mm. And he said, "That's a really like he he enjoyed that thoroughly." Yeah. Jeez. Um, How much fun to have Drew Barrymore show up at your house? And Vader. I'm glad I mean, you I, think so, Howard. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I can't believe you're not booked up every single night. Not God. even, not, not at all. But, you know, here is the healthy thing and the, the, the few of it all. I am only now open to the idea. This is all very new. I'm super happy to be in this place and not be in the place I was. Um, because I got to spend that time, like I said, just sitting and really respecting and mourning like a chapter of my life. Um, that said, I, I'm sure if I put more effort and energy into it, things might shift, but I'm, I'm very passive about the whole thing because I'm, I've got 
my kids and my job and my friends, and I love to be alone. So it's like fifth on the list. So yeah. did you show the kids ET yet? They're not that interested in ET. I don't know what? why. I know. I can't. They, they like uh, Ever After, and right. they like Charlie's Angels, and they like um, Fifty First Dates, and right. they call it mom movies, and they. <laughs> Uh, I love that. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. So uh, I love they kind it. of, you know, figure find what they find when they find it. Now they're older. They like Olive watches the show all the time um on YouTube and um comes and talks to me about it. It's the coolest, neatest thing I've ever seen in my life to have my almost nine year old daughter come and talk to me about the show that day and what she saw and what she liked and it's it's really when you cool. come over my I, house for dinner, wear your sweatpants. I'll be insulted if you wear anything more. I want sweatpants. That's it. I am wearing sweatpants. I cannot wait. Thank you so yes. much. I've You'll never be looked forward to anything more. And well, just, wait. You'll be very disappointed. Trust me. You have perfect. no idea. You'll yeah. get it out of your system. Yeah, you bet. You will never <laughs> want to come back. Trust me. It's like going to the Munster House. You're gonna just go, and you're gonna be like, "Whoa, what the hell was that?" No. I. I go to bed by I, 8 o'clock. Everyone's in oh and out God. real quick. When someone says dinner at 8, I'm like, this isn't fucking Ibiza. No. Are you kidding me, dinner at <laughs> My 8? My house, everyone in at 6. Anyone's late, I lock the door. That's it. I, Howard, I am with you. It's the wake up early, the get yeah. the exercise, the thing you need to set up your day. It is home early, bed early. No, I Eat live Eat up, very- leave. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, we're going like, to have a good time then. Sweatpants. Yeah, I hope you're not a slow eater. In and out fast. It's going to be great. I, also, I hate multiple courses. I just find people drinking their no. coffee. I want to kill them. Um, I give you I, hors d'oeuvres. Do you want to know what happens in my house? You sit down. There's hors d'oeuvres. You know how long hors d'oeuvres last? Ten minutes. Tops. Great. Perfect. Eat up fast, I, and then I bring you in. We, have, we, we eat buffet style. Bing, bam, boom. Dinner. Little dessert. Oh, oh, I'm tired. Good night, everybody. And that's it. Goodbye. If it starts to get late, the food is thrown. Yeah. Yeah. Let's early bird special it. Early bird special. I'm not getting any younger. All right. Listen, Drew. (laughs) You're terrific. You're terrific. You're going to have love in your future. I'm not a I'm not a, a clairvoyant, but I see love for you. You've never been in a better place. You're ready. I feel the next relationship is going to be the big one. The one that you've been What a lucky for. man. He's going to be the right guy. there's a lucky man out there. That's right. There's Thank a lucky man. That. And uh, anyway, listen. Do your show. Do the best you can. Beat the hell out of everyone else. That's my <laughs> motto. Not I because you... you're trying to beat them. Right. You don't, but you're because not you're that good. That's right. There you go. That's well said, Robin. Thank you. Robin is a genius. That. Yes. <laughs> That's why you're together all these years. All right, Thank Drew. you, guys. Best thank you. Happy ever. birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. All right. Thank Lots you. of love. Thank you. There she goes. Lots Drew Barrymore. Bye, Gorgeous Drew. Drew. Happy birthday. There you go. Look at her. Boy, oh, boy. I tell you, I got to get on a dating app. If Beth ever leaves me, what? I'm going to go right on there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you better wait uh, until you're single. Can you imagine being a single guy and you see, hey, Drew Barrymore is on one of these apps. You know, I'm a married man. I'm happy. I mean, I never had to go to an app uh, because, uh, that you know, I met Beth way before there was even an app. 
But can you imagine you go on this thing? And, and she'll it, come to your house. Yeah, and then she comes to your house. It's like, <laughs> like, it's like a food delivery. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of a better situation. And she shows up, she's in sweatpants, which to me is like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, we're going to get comfortable. Like when I used to go to strip clubs, I'd always wear sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the same thing. Uh, different for girls. <laughs> oh, I but well, boy, I oh think. boy, you know, this was a, a great interview. She is so dynamic and yep. so thoughtful. She's sweet. Sweet. She really is. Like you. Got to get you a date. We got to get Drew Barrymore oh, a date. stop it. I'm not Ridiculous dating. I'm, I'm still gonna... in the place she just left. <laughs> You're still I'm working angry. on myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know this song. I guess they got it from my list, but I think there's some things on my list that I didn't actually choose. I don't know. Maybe I hit some buttons or something. You got to update that list because sometimes, I mean, we're hearing an awful lot of songs you don't recognize. Yeah, Barnes Courtney hands. I don't even know that song, so I gotta I gotta go check my list. No, <laughs> not that it's horrible, but I just don't know it. Oh man, oh Mitchy, what are you doing? My, I'm scratching my back, Mitchy. Ooh, 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 Robin. <laughs> I uh, was watching. Um, you know, I was thinking. I was thinking about the traveling Wilburys last night, and I was thinking, boy, you know, that was a super group. You had. You know, you had, you had Tom Petty, the guy from Electric Light Orchestra, Jeff Lynn. Yes. You had Bob Dylan. Um, Roy Orbison, right? Roy Orbison. And and uh, there was somebody else in that. Uh, George. Band. Oh, George, George Harrison. Harrison. George yeah. Harrison. And I was thinking about that band. I mean, you don't see that anymore. You don't see a super group anymore. And I, I, I the music was really good. And then I was like, well. Did they ever tour? And you know they never toured. They I never didn't toured. know that. I thought they, they never would toured. have toured. They wanted a tour, uh, but everyone was kind of busy and doing things. That's when you know it's a super group, when people have right. other things to they do. They got other things to do. Yeah. It was really good. And and I wonder what that was like. I mean, imagine like sitting there with George Harrison, Tom Petty, Jeff Lynn, writing song, Dylan. And I mean, they must, all admired and loved Roy Orbison. I mean, they must have been quelling, sitting yeah. there going, wow, Roy, we're writing for Roy Orbison. Orbison's playing and singing with us. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I was watching their videos, and then I, I tried to Google a live performance, and the closest thing they had, it wasn't all the traveling Wilburys. It was just like George Harrison and somebody else. But they never, they were never on stage together performing. Right. And that's, that's a shame. Studio, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all right. You know what I wanted to talk to you about? I don't know if you saw this. But I was fascinated by every bit of it. Larry King's will. Yeah, I'm fascinated by it too. I, you know what yeah. fascinates me about it? That it was handwritten. <laughs> right, like, and it like, was. They keep calling it a holographic will, and I'm like, I don't know that? what that means. But he wrote yeah. it himself, and that's why they think 
that Sean is going to get everything, his last wife, mm. because the divorce wasn't over. Right. And this will was handwritten, and they could be, you know, you could call into question whether Larry, you know, was in his full faculties scribbling right. down a will on paper. And also, she had some kind of postnuptial agreements with him. Mm. Well, that, I was you know, shocked. Would probably indicate that he was uh, wanting her to have some some money. You know what shocked me? Uh, I'm the, glad you brought sum. this up. Yeah, yeah that the his his entire fortune was two million dollars. Now that's not, not that, possible, Howard. I mean, I mean, the guy was pretty famous. He was on CNN for, but but he had eight marriages, so maybe that's why he was only worth two million dollars. Didn't Everybody he cleaned own them out. homes? And I don't know. I don't. I don't understand. Or maybe he had a reverse mortgage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, all right, two million dollars is nothing to sneeze at. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, no, but Larry he had King, how many kids too? You know, like the yeah. he left it to. All all the kids and so two million dollars doesn't go far when you're splitting it up yeah i was like and sean might get it all i was like rush limbaugh had 600 million dollars that's too much larry king had too little i, I think they, yeah. we should all like equal out somewhere they in there between those evening two guys. out there yeah <laughs> i heard he was uh larry king was a huge investor in baseball cards like young jd <laughs> breaks from what card I breaks card breaks yes <laughs> here's the other thing too that i was uh obsessing on i was reading um bob left sets his emails you know he he has an email newsletter and he was saying that bad company is not in the rock and roll hall of fame and i was like wow that is weird huh. to me now that was a great band that guy paul rogers the singer yes. and and he wasn't he in free and uh Remember three, yeah. all right now. That was that was him. But Bad Company had some killer songs. I mean, uh, feel like making love. Hits for you, WNBC. Little can't get enough of your love, love. Can't get enough of your love, love. You know what top forty announcers do? They go, can't get enough of your love, love, and then they and then they like say something unintelligible, like you. But but they all get yeah, they like all they get mumble. Right. They go like this. Bad company can't get enough of your love, love. Goes on this and you go, what the fuck did you just say? Coming at you, bad company. Don't you know you're a shooting star? Don't you know that, love? Here's a little fact. Bad Company has been eligible for 22 years, and they've never been Oh, nominated. my goodness. And they've been not voted on for 22 years. Coming at you with more Horrible. hits. Coming at you. Uh, running with the pack. You know, you're... I didn't know yeah. they had this many hits. Yeah, I do because I was a DJ and I used to well, play you the know, hits. I just don't think of them so much, you know. So now that you're playing this, I'm like, oh, yeah. More recently, Rock and Roll Fantasy. 
Yeah. Used to play this at DC 101, WWDC, WDC, wait, WWDC AM, WWDC FM. You know what I mean. Kick-ass rock and roll. We worked at a station where their slogan was kick-ass rock and roll, and it was like the same fucking rock and roll everyone else was playing. But You're right. There was nothing kick-ass any more about it than any other. But we said kick-ass rock and roll, and there was an uproar in Washington, D.C. because of the word kick-ass. Ass. Kick-ass rock and roll. And they had a deep voice guy. The guy would go, kick-ass rock and roll. <laughs> and that guy, we actually, we actually hired him at our radio station to be a DJ. Yeah. We, we got the guy who went, kick-ass rock and roll. What was that guy's name again? That's a good I one. don't remember. Fred, had do a you really remember? Good, Adam Smasher. That's it. Fred's right. Adam Smasher. Now, what happened to him? Where did he get him? that name? Coming at you, Adam Smasher, with kick-ass <laughs> rock and roll and a little bit of bad company. <laughs> Give us a call on the request line, and you feel like making love, because <laughs> that's what I'm going to do to him. Hey, now. Hey now, hey now. Where are those idiots who vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? They wouldn't put in bad company. Yeah, How could what you not does vote? it take? Would you please tell <clears throat> us? <clears throat> well, Gary, Gary votes, and Gary, did you not vote for bad company? Why not? I don't get. I'm not on the nominating committee. I only get to vote yeah. on who they give us. So they've they never gave been you. Offered. They've given. No, I think they have. No, they haven't. I've never no. seen them. Oh. I've never seen him on the ballot. You just said they've been eligible for 22 years. That doesn't right. mean they've been nominated. That's exactly feel right. Like, feel like making love. <laughs> yeah, I feel like making love. Give us a call on the request lines if you feel like making love, ladies. I remember I'd be on the radio. I'd be like, here's Bad Company from their album Bad Company with their hit song Bad Company. <laughs> what an asshole I mean me, not Bad Company Here's a little Bad Company From Bad Company And the song Bad Company At Kick-Ass Rock and Roll WWDC, DC 101 Wow How about that? Bad Company from Bad Company With the song Bad Company Imagine this Here's your, here's your nightmare like you're Paul Rogers, you beat the odds, you're in a, in a band called Bad Company, you've sold millions and millions of albums, and you you can sing your ass off. Even when you saw Paul Rogers sing with Queen or whatever, you know, the guy's a fucking monstrous talent. You know, he's everything a kid on American Idol wants to be. He's, you know, he's of the elite. And then one day he's sitting at home, picking his ass, you know, the business has slowed down, and he finds out. Gary Delabate is in charge of whether he gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And he's sitting there and he's like, what the fuck is my life come to? Gary, wait, isn't that that fucking guy from the Howard Stern show? What does he know about music? And his future, whether or not he gets to go to the Rock and Roll of Fame, hinges on John Hine and Gary Delabate. Hit him with the like, 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 And, and then, then he calls his buddy, he goes, hey, I understand we're up again. It's uh, our 19th year. We're up again for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, what have you heard? Oh, uh, yeah, man. I heard uh, it all comes down to Gary Delabite. Gary, Gary Delabicio. 
Gary Delabicio. Gary Delabicio. You mean that fucking guy from the Howard Stern show? Yeah. Well, what does he know about radio? Nothing. What does he know about music? Is he a musician? No. Gary. Why is he voting on my... Are you sure it's not Harry Belafonte is voting? No, no, Gary Delamonte. Gary Delamonte is voting. Gary Delabicio. Oh, I didn't know the guy from the Howard Stern Show works in rock and roll. I didn't know he had a, 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 a musical background. Oh, no, no, he doesn't. He listens to a lot of music. That's his thing. Oh, okay. We, Howard, we, you realize... we just got word. We got word that, uh, Paul, we got word that Gary um, creates a lot of music lists, though. Des <coughs> Desert Island. <coughs> he's, he's got Asia from Steely Dan. <coughs> Oh, okay, good. I felt bad. I thought I thought maybe he didn't have any credibility. I didn't know he uh, he kept lists of music. Okay. What else can you tell me about Gary Delabiti that he's controlling my future in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, well, well he hosts he hosts something called the Wrap Up Show. <laughs> is that a music show? Yeah, no. He talks about Howard Stern. A great he is. Really? Wow. It doesn't sound to me like he's qualified to vote on my life's work. Oh no, no, no. He he, he doesn't work in rock, but he but he alphabetizes his vinyl. Oh, you mean he has a vinyl collection? That's right, and he alphabetizes it. Bad company goes under B. Oh, okay. All right. If well, he had any bad company, right. go. I hope he does. <laughs> I do. I hope Gary Delabichel has a uh Bad company section in his rock in his, in his <laughs> final. I understand he does. Jesus, it just seems weird to me. I was in bad company. I'm a musician. I'm, I'm an extraordinary musician. I've, I've beaten all the odds, and now I'm waiting for Gary Delabascio's vote. Well, well, hey, if it makes you feel better, he he worked at a record store for a few months, like forty years ago. Oh, he worked in a record store. You say. That's right. And he loves jigsaw puzzles. Well, what's that got well, to do with minute, music? Wait a minute. He did order 99 Luft balloons for the record store. Uh, oh, really? You mean, in other words, he didn't write 99 Luft balloons. He ordered it for the store and was <laughs> responsible right. for getting it in the store. Wow. Oh, now I understand. Yeah. I heard Gary once visited Jack White of the White Stripes record store. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Oh, I, I was afraid he had no experience in music. Yeah, and he's been to in California. He went to a vinyl listening party. Oh, okay, gotcha. Then, I, I guess what. he should be able to vote. Huh? I didn't realize he went to an actual vinyl listening party. What was the theme the, again, <laughs> Gary? What was the theme? I want to tell Paul Rogers. I think it was cities. That particular yeah. one, city. Uh, Mr. Rogers. I just want you to know that I know you feel bad that Gary's determining your fate, but it, it, this vinyl party, you had to come up with um, songs that had to do with cities. <laughs> oh, OK. I'm going to go shoot myself in the other room. I'll be right back. <laughs> but, Gary's never written a song, but many song parodies have been written about his teeth. <laughs> oh, I see. So he's inspired uh, people. Yes, yes, very much so. Oh, good. OK. Howard, you know that I'm one of 700 people that votes, and no one Whatever. has ever I just want not Paul, gotten in by one vote. I want Paul <laughs> Rogers to know that you are the type of person that is determining his fate. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat>
This guy wrote this song, Running With The Pack. Coming at you, WWDC and WWDC-FM. Running With The Pack, bad company, ladies and gentlemen. Kick-ass rock and roll. Didn't you wear a, um, you know that you know the old forty five records? Didn't you wear a necklace that had the, the thing that, that allowed? Insert. Yes, that it's little insert. That, I, tr- I tried that out once. I tried that out once. It did not go over well. <laughs> Mister Rogers, um, uh, Gary wore a spindle uh, <laughs> that went inside a forty five record for a necklace. Oh, good. All right, I feel much better. Yeah, I feel much better about Gary determining my fate at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, and, and, and he bought Havana Moon by Chuck Berry to the vinyl party. I think that's a, I think, I think bringing that to a vinyl party shows that he's a music aficionado, at least. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Chuck Berry, yes. Yes. Is, uh, can you tell me more about this Gary Delabate? Batty? Gary Delabate? Gary Delabate. Gary Delabate. Is he at least a good judge of things? Like, like what did he think when the iPad came out? <laughs> oh, oh, Gary thought it was a bit of a stumble. He thought it wouldn't do well. Oh, I see. I see. Hmm. Well, he'll decide my fate at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, he's one of 700. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Check. Let me let me just go think about that for the rest of my day. Anybody have any booze? <laughs> Wow, that is kind of crazy. That uh, you know who well? Hey, we uh, we have um, social media. That Stern show. It, it, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're we're everywhere. And uh, I saw that we released a um, the 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 band Typo Negative when they came into our studio years ago. It was I think it was like two thousand or something. Uh, they did a cover version of Cinnamon Girl. Yes. And I was watching it over the weekend. And and by the way, follow us or whatever it is you do or look at us on the app and watch that clip. They were so good. I love that song. They came in here. I'll play it for you a little bit. This is Typo Negative. I was talking on the radio how much I like them. And the whole band came in and uh, they they performed this. It was wonderful. <laughs> Lead singer Peter Steele, that guy. He's, he was he was six foot seven. He towered over everyone in the band. Big guy, big strong guy with the long hair. Band had a great look. And then I, I googled Peter Steele and I had forgotten he died. He died yes. at the age of forty eight. So no, sad. No, no, Maybe sad. Here he goes, Robin. I said, Neil, have you ever heard Typo Negative's cover of Cinnamon Girls? And I started to play it, and he, was, he just looked at me like he was disgusted. Yeah, he was but disgusted. I, <laughs> I, I, thought it was, I just thought it was a great cover. Howard, this is Let's an go to the expert, cover. Gary Delabate, who knows more <laughs> about music than anyone. 